Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, my name's Alexis and I'm the host of this podcast. Obviously, I'm talking on it, right? <laughs> I want to welcome you to my virtual space and let's get into the episode recap. So last week, we talked about identity, focusing on who you were as a person, not being basically defined by your experiences or what others have said about you, just really getting to know who you are, your morals, your values, who God has called you to be, and developing an attitude that allows you to walk in the fullness of that and not be influenced by what other people are saying, or when you begin to shift and the people begin to talk, that you don't basically turn and pivot to address them. We talked about that because this episode is titled everything must shift and during a shift you have to be grounded in who you are and who God is so that you can basically walk with the cadence of God so just to kick this episode off because I don't even have time to kind of sugarcoat and get into it you know a lot of times when we seek God out for his will for our lives we begin to ask God to do things in our life and just ask him to show us who he's called us to be revealed purpose we want all those things we want all these you know prayers to be answered but what we don't understand is that as God answer these prayers there's going to have to be a shift that takes place in multiple areas of our lives we want an identity, we want purpose, but we want to remain sick. You can't grow in the same environment that made you sick, right? That made you toxic, that taught you those bad habits. In order to do something new, you must be placed in a new environment so that you can begin to pick up new traits and new habits, right? So I want to talk about this from a standpoint of business really quick. I learned through my first business, Opulent Wigs, that you can't be for everybody, you can't service everybody. If you're trying to talk to everybody and sell something to everybody, you're not really talking to nobody. You're not selling to nobody because you're trying to reach too many different people. And as a result, what happens is your business itself doesn't have an identity. It's trying to target high-end customers, but also target customers that don't have the budget to afford high-end products. So then you reduce your price. It's a lot that has to go on when you don't have clarity in what you're doing. The same thing goes for your personal life. When you're becoming a different person, becoming who God has called you to be, or maybe you're not even on this walk with God. I'm not here to force my views on you or force you to do um, things my way. I know my way works and it's legitimate, but you know, you're open to do whatever you want. But when you're walking into something new, something that's greater, you have to begin to surround yourself in environments that feed that. If you stay in the same places, it's going to be really hard for you to grow because there's going to be a lot of resistance. A couple of weeks ago, I seen a quote that said, smaller circle, higher value. And it resonated with me so much that it has stuck to me. Now, keep in mind, the size of your circle is always going to be based on your personal experience. You may only talk to five people right now and that circle may um, reduce to a size of three. Maybe you know a thousand people and it might reduce to a size of a hundred. It's relative on your perspective, who you have around you and the quality that they bring into your life. So I want to give you guys some scriptures. Proverbs 27, 17 says, Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, Bad company ruins good morals. Our mamas and aunties and grandmothers have told us that birds of a feather flock together, meaning those that share a similar interest will be found together. They'll be found in a community. And when I wrote these three um, points down, these two scriptures in the, the quote, I asked myself, what do all of them share in common? And the three things that I extracted was that community, you know, environment, the people that share similar in in interests, the infrastructure of something, the foundation of something, alignment, right? 
they have to be parallel to each other. Iron sharpens iron. That's a parallelism. Bad company ruins good morals. So if you're around bad people, even if you had good intentions, you're going to start picking up on those traits. Birds of a feather flock together. We have to be one and the same. But I also saw intentionality. And God's very intentional in what he does. Like He never begins to work on something or put you in situations without seeing it through. So while you're going through what you're going through or you're figuring this thing out and you know, you're know you growing, you're thinking that God's operating in that moment when God has already ordered everything to be executed in a strategic way. Right? So what this episode is really going to do is really kind of keen in into cultivating those relationships and those experiences that align with who you are or for better words, who you're becoming, which is why I said last week that you had to get to a place where you understood who you were, at least have a, a, a basic understanding of who you're trying to be. If you know that you don't want to have conversations where, um, you know, you're gossiping or you don't want to be an angry person anymore, or you want to operate from a place of wisdom and not just, you know, go out, move in any kind of way, you want to want to focus on those things. So for me, you know, last year, when I began, began to really change and accept who I was, I realized that I couldn't talk to the same people. And it wasn't because I didn't love them. It wasn't because I didn't like them. But I realized that we were on two different planes, right? We're on two different planes. So I'm trying to do one thing and they're doing something else. And because we're not on the same plane, we're not speaking the same language anymore, it's causing friction between us. And I had two options. Either I was going to say, you know what? I'm going to forget what God has showed me, forget what God is calling me to. And I'm going to stay comfortable in my comfort zone because I know this very well. This is very familiar. Or I'm going to make a decision and say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. And even though I know this requires me to go deeper with you and leave a couple of people behind and a couple of situations behind, I'd rather go forth with you and know that I will get a step closer in who you've called me to be in a place of fulfillment, a place of happiness, in a place of purpose than to remain in the same environment. So in order for me to continue to grow, in order for me to even show up on this podcast or anything that I'm doing right now, understand that my inner circle is a very important part of this puzzle. And I had to pray for God to put me in in alignment with people who would pull out the greater parts of me that would that was able to inspire me and help me become who he's called me to be but understand that all came from me knowing who I was so if I didn't get an understanding of who I was first and what God had possessed inside of me who I was called to um called to be my own uniqueness I would have gotten to the presence of these people and shrunk because I don't have the degrees they have I don't speak as eloquently as they do I may not have the you know business mindset that they have but because I took the time out to figure out who I was who God was calling to me calling me to be and getting comfortable in that and wearing that identity as my full attire I'm not wearing it part-time depending on who I'm around this is my attire this is this is my outfit at this point this this ain't coming off no more this is my identity this is who I am so now when God began to put me in the presence of those people and connect me with people on Instagram that freaking have millions of followers okay that actually respond back to my dms and actually talk to me when he began to put me in their presence i didn't have to shrink i didn't feel afraid coming to them boldly i didn't feel afraid you know when they gave me direction when i went into the room with them i knew what i had to offer i knew what alexis brought to the table so there wasn't any um friction there wasn't any type of um confusion so i'm not fumbling or burning bridges with people that God has intentionally placed in my life. 
And this was kind of hard to wrap around. And I had to ask God, like, you know, why? And I thought about like Jesus in the Bible, like, you know, he was available to many. Like he, he encountered so many people, but even Jesus had his own niche. Like, yeah, he had his 12 disciples, but right before he went to really fulfill his purpose and he had to go cry out to the Lord, he only took three people with him. So even in scripture, you see that it goes from a multitude to a smaller group to even smaller. Like it blew me that he only took three people. And even though they fell asleep, they didn't follow directions. He still took those three people. And one person was able to wake up and see him in a different form. And you have to understand that when you begin to walk in your identity, because like I told y'all, your identity is the key to unlocking doors. You're not going to be able to be around everybody. You're going to have to get intentional on, you know, who is around you. So if you're taking notes, my first point is going to be check your surroundings. Check your surroundings because who you choose to be around, they're either going to raise you up or pull you down. So if you're going to be around people, I strongly encourage you to build and seek relationships with people who respect and share the same common values. People who appreciate you and have the ability to pour into you as you pour into them. So that you're not the only person pouring, 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 and then turn around, you're drained. When you have nothing to pour, now you have to take the time out to rest and refill yourself and try to recharge and things of that nature because you've been giving out so much and no one was able to give anything in return to you. That don't work. We, we don't have time for that. Like, there's a difference when, you know, God calls you out of something because he wants your attention and you basically pouring out energy that you don't have because you're trying to be everywhere and you're in these relationships that can't offer you anything spiritually. Just to give you guys an example, um, I had a situation take place today, actually yesterday, yesterday, where I text my group chat, I called my mom, I called somebody else, and I was just really venting about the situation, and it was just like, you know, I'm really facing a lot of, like, discriminatory things, and it's just not right, and I'm trying to stand up for myself and others and things, and it's just not going the way it's supposed to be going, and I'm getting frustrated, and I was like, one part of me wants to basically shut down, but there's another part of me that is literally pulling me up and telling me to rise to the occasion, not to give in, and I told them, and before they gave their own opinions, before they said, oh, you know, go do that, the first thing that came out of their mouth was, God wouldn't have you in any situation that he didn't equip you for, Go pray. You already know what to do. Get on your knees and go pray. Go before God. And I, it's like, though I was so upset, it was so beautiful to see, like, you know, look at my friends, look at my circle, look at my family members directing me back to God. They're not even concerned with how they would handle the situation. I don't think any of them actually gave me tips on how they would handle the situation. They took me back to God. And that's the thing that your circle does. When you begin to be around people that cultivate who you're becoming, that supports your purpose, that aligns with what God's doing to you, they're either going to reinforce positive behavior or reinforce negative behavior. Right? So, in this situation, because they see it, what's going on, they hear what's going on, they know this is an attack of some sort. There's a spirit behind the situation. Instead of telling me, hey, go cuss this person out, go do this, go do that, they're not going to reinforce negative behavior. They're not going to tell me go do things without thinking it thoroughly. They're going to say, go seek God and get the strategy from God. Go see what God would do in this situation and apply it to the situation. Whereas if I did not remove myself from different places and different environments, it would have been, oh, I would have bended this. I would have bended that. I would, yeah. And then I would have did that and listened to your counsel, and I would have been in needy boo boo. So when I say 
you know, your identity literally opens doors. Your identity is going to basically help shape your perspective and your morals. I mean that. Everything has to shift. So you have to get to a place where you walk into that identity. You understand that your relationships, whether it's, you know, your spouse, your friendships, your workplace, certain things have to shift. And, you know, it's crazy because I'm giving you guys this and I, I gave it to you because I felt like this is what the Lord led me. But this is speaking to my season right now. Like, I knew that my relationships had to change. I knew my friendships was going to change and different things change. But even my workplace environment, that has to change. And it doesn't feel good at first because it's like, damn, what am I stepping into? But understand, God meets you in the unknown, in the least expected places. Like, I remember reading the book of, um, who was I reading? I was reading, I was doing a character study on um, David. And I was like, why David in the wilderness so much? But as he was in the wilderness, like he was stopping in different places. But every place that he was stopping was very strategic because God was with him, even in the wilderness. That's that's no development. There's only animals out there, you know, wild vegetation. There's no development out there. So you got to be comfortable with that. Like when God begins to shift you because you called for this, you saw him for this stuff. You got to be open to understand that everything around you is going to shift. So just to do a quick recap, you're checking your surroundings and you're basically checking to see how these people align with you, how this environment aligns with you. Is it reinforcing positive behaviors? Is it reinforcing negative behaviors? Is it pouring into you or is it draining in you? Doesn't align with your respect, um, your, your common values or does it go against what you believe in? Those are strong indicators to let you know whether or not you need to be in that environment. So what I'm saying is to assess your environments, assess everything that's around you right now. Like the reason y'all even have my voice on this podcast right now, why y'all see me actually posting more right now is because I became obedient to who God was calling me to be, who he showed me who I was and the direction he was taking me in. So when God says, shut this area of your life down, stop doing this here. I need you to be right here in the presence of this mentor. I I had to begin to listen. I had to listen. And in listening, there has been a lot of growth in such a short amount of time. I've been able to get very clear and hear God in a different way. But that's because I was able to say, okay, I'm going to move with my identity. I'm going to move in the direction that God is telling me to go in because that's what's pulling out the better versions of me. That is what's pulling me in the direction that God wants me to go in. So you just have to really understand that the people that you're connected to, the environments that you're in, they cultivate and they shape who you are. Your flock, your tribe, your community, your workplace, all those things, they pour into you in some type of way. And depending on what they're pouring into you, that's what you're going to begin to produce. It's really hard to be in a toxic environment and not become toxic right along with it. No matter how hard you have, you try to you know, tune it out and be one way, it is hard. That's why I said bad company corrupts good morals. You want to be around people in environments that hold you accountable, that promote a healthy mindset and, and have positive behaviors, right? That allows you to be vulnerable when you don't know everything. You know, you just don't want to be accessible to any any, any and everything. I'm sorry, y'all. It is like 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> you don't want to be um, accessible to any and everything. Remember I told y'all in business, when you're accessible to everything, you're trying to sell to everybody, it causes confusion. You're not really selling to nobody. Find out who works for you. Smaller circle, higher value. Be intentional about your surroundings. Be intentional about your connections. 
nurture the person that you're becoming. That's it. That's what it is right there. Nurture the person that you're becoming. If it's, she's in her infancy stage, he's in his infancy stage. You can't be around anything that's toxic. You can't be around anything that's going to speak or go against what you're becoming. Think of yourself as a baby. Their minds are like sponges. Wherever they are, that's what they ingest. That's what they become. That's what they basically act out on, right? So if you see kids, and I think this is so crazy to me because a lot of times we see children acting a certain way. I'm talking about like kids, kids. And they be like, that kid is bad or that kid da, da, da. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That child seen that somewhere. Whether it was in their home or their school, that child seen that somewhere and now they're replicating that behavior. Think of yourself as a child in this phase right now of your life. You're stepping to something new, something you're not familiar with. Think of yourself as a baby. So being that you have enough sense, right, because you're not obviously a baby, duh. You know, put yourself in positions and environments that help you mature, Mature in your identity, mature in, you know, your calling, mature in your purpose. So I'm going to end this episode with a couple takeaways. One being know your values and your priorities. Hold yourself to a higher standard. When you hold yourself to a higher standard, you won't just accept anything. Allow people to come into your life that adhere to your core values and your priorities. Connect with like-minded people, okay? Remove what no longer serves you. Remove what no longer serves you. If everyone is moving in a different direction, you'll be at a standstill. Find a tribe that's on the same path as you. Surround yourself with like-minded believers so that you can continue to grow, to grow together. Somebody, You guys can hold each other accountable. You guys can pull out the best versions of each other out, honestly. So let's go ahead and close out this episode in um, prayer. Lord, I pray that you touch every listener of this podcast and begin to reveal yourself in a way you've never done before. I pray that you give us all a clear revelation of who we are as individuals so that we can walk in our full identities. Father God, I pray that you begin to silence the voices and the thoughts that hinder us from hearing you accordingly, Father God. Begin to remove the people in our life that no longer works for this season, Father God. And in doing so, give us a peace of mind. Give both of us a peace of mind, Father God, so that there is no quarrel between us, Father God. Father God, I ask that you begin to lay that foundation out so solid, Father God, so that when you begin to move every listener, when you begin to move me, Father God, into these new relationships and you begin to put me in the presence of different people, people that I've never been in the presence of before, put me in new environments, Father God, because I'm so silent in who you called me to be, because I mirror your image, Father God, that I go in there and I be light and be comfortable of what with what I can add to that room, Father God. I just pray, Father God, that you continue to do what you're doing on this earth, that you release us from the lies of the enemy and replace them with your truth. I thank you, Lord, for using me as your vessel. I thank you for taking me through everything I've been through to allow me to be a light and share what you have done in, in me with others. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Share this episode. Give feedback for this episode. If you don't know, I do a bonus episode if you guys give feedback. So I've had a couple people ask me to clarify certain things or go in depth. Or maybe they just didn't understand or they need um, directions and pointers on how to actually implement the steps that I provide on this podcast. So I would record a bonus episode just so that it helps that person and others as well. Thank y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week.